everything they put out. Everything is good here lately. From Kane, that's from the album yeah. Rise Up. That was Come Forth here on Victory 91.5. We're grateful to have the opportunity to be with you here on Q in the Morning on a Tuesday. And uh, we have the privilege of having our general manager, Ray Haynes, here. We're going to crack open the calendar, the biblical calendar, and check out some uh, insight there today together. And uh, we're grateful for this because it doesn't happen all the time, but it feels more often because we get some, you know, things that come up on the Jewish calendar. And as you said earlier, this yeah. isn't a feast day, uh, but it's still a, an important remembrance uh, to the what we were talking about earlier about when the spies were dispatched. Uh, it's an important important thing to look at. Well, yeah, you know, a lot of times through the year, we start at the first month of the year is Passover. But, you know, 30 days before that is Purim or Purim. And that day actually launches into, it's the last month of the Jewish year, but it really launches in the year of feast for us, especially because we start the year with the January, which they don't have. So <laughs> it, it sets us up a little bit better. And uh, as what you'll find is you start to read through that calendar, it's fascinating to consider all the different little things that happen on all the different days of the year. Not There's not something for every day. You know, some days are kind of boring, but <laughs> some days are monumental. And this uh, today is called Facing the Giants, the I Spy Edition, because uh, I don't know. I just felt really clever when I was naming it. So I like it. I spy with my little eye. That's our first uh, group of teaching here. And so today was the day. Literally today. Isn't it amazing to go back 3,500 years and go today? Yeah. Right now, somebody made the worst decision ever. Actually, it was everybody made the decision. But it was a terrible decision, no matter how many people were part of it. And they said, you know what? We're going to send. We want to go in, but we want to send in. 12 spies to spy out the land. Now, we all face giants continually. I mean, it just never ends. And we have to face them with the tools we have. That could be faith or hope or prayer or fears or worries or memories that shaped us. Maybe wounds that shaped us would be a good word, too. Opponents that beat us. Opponents we won. And failures, successes. They're all tools, really. We may not think of it that way, but that's what we bring to every single battle. And it's important to understand what we're facing. So one of the things I want to do this morning, we're going to obviously be looking at, I mean, the topic is Israel in the wilderness, but we're, we're going to bring ourselves into this on a daily basis, how we encounter Jesus, how we walk, because that's kind of the whole point. It's got to make sense, and it's got to be a benefit to help us grow closer to Jesus. That's why we do what we do. So before we play I Spy and kind of catch up to today, let's go back on the biblical calendar for just a minute. So I told you Passover was kind of the beginning. Well, sure enough, it is. Around 3,500 years ago, and that's a pretty round number there, 1,500 years before Yeshua Jesus came, just to give you some sense of the calendar, the children of Israel had been slaves in Egypt for hundreds of years. Then God sent Moses to set them free. Now he used 10 horrible plagues the first Passover, the death angel killing the firstborn, Pharaoh letting them go, and then they walked out of Egypt. Now, if there is ever a theme in the story, it's they grumbled a lot. <laughs> and sure enough, the first thing we can talk about, they grumbled a lot, and God split the Red Sea, so they crossed through safely. They grumbled some more, and God made bread come down from heaven for them manna, and he sent that manna every day after. All the way until, for 40 years, until they actually got in there. 
they grumbled some more. And God made water come out of a rock for them. The Amalekites attacked them, and God helped them to victory. That's all on their little journey for to get to Mount Sinai. So they traveled for six weeks through the desert. On the first day of the month of Savans, which is we're in the end of the month, 45 days later, from when they left to Passover, they arrived at Mount Sinai. Then on the second of Savan, God called them his chosen treasure. That day is called the Day of Distinction. Mm. It's a very special day. It's right before Pentecost. On the sixth of Savan, seven weeks after the Exodus, Jehovah revealed himself on Mount Sinai for the first Pentecost. Remember that, kind of tuck that away in your brain, the first Pentecost. They arrive. All the people of Israel, so we're talking about 600,000 families, heard God speak his commands. The people were terrified. They refused to hear him speak anymore. Guess what they do? Grumble, 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 grumble. Moses went up the mountain for 40 days to receive the remainder of the Torah. He took so long. They grumbled and grumbled and grumbled and made the golden calf. They made the tabernacle. They received the rest of the law. A whole lot of grumbling in there. They spent almost a year at Mount Sinai. And then on the 20th day of the second month, Israel set out from Sinai toward the promised land. Now, I got to tell you, from Sinai to Kadesh Barnea, where they were going to end up on the edge of the promised land, (laughs) it's an 11-day journey. With a whole bunch of people. 11 days. Yeah. Now, I've done a 10-day trip with two busloads in Israel, and that's a lot of people. It was like 91 people, 90-something like that. <laughs> that was too many people. But nonetheless, we're talking probably 3 million, 4 million. Easily. Lots of millions. And they're walking together, and you know what they're going to do. You just know. Do I really got to tell you? Do I got to say the word? Grumble, grumble, gripe, they did. gripe. How far did they make it? They did, did they make it 11 days? No, of course not. They made it three days and started grumbling. This time... They were tired of the manna. So God said, I got you. I'm going to send you quail. They go, yay. And then he says, you shall eat. Not one day, not two days, not five days, not ten days. This is how God talks. Not 20 days, but for a whole month until it comes out your nostrils and becomes loathsome to you because you have despised Jehovah who is among you. Oh, my goodness. I mean, if we could get a T-shirt that we all need, Jehovah is among you. Yeah. He's with you. As you like to say, he's got you. Yeah, he's got you. Now, here's the rest of the verse. But while the meat was still between their teeth, before it was chewed... The wrath of Jehovah was aroused against the people, and Jehovah struck the people with a very great plague. So he called the name of that place Kibrath Hata'ava, the graves of craving, because there they bury the people who had yielded to craving. Oh my goodness. Then, I mean, you know, the thing I find funny about the Israelites in the desert is it's just like they go from stupid to stupider to stupidest, and then back again, and they just stupid, keep... Stupid is your stupid does. And I've been stupid. So I'm just like, <laughs> Proverbs 12.1 says, uh, those who hate, correct, hate correction are stupid. Mm-hmm. And that's King James. That's all the different versions, so I didn't make it up. Then Miriam, the sister of Moses, got a really bad attitude, and God struck her with leprosy for a week. So they've got a month. They've got to eat this quail. They've got a three-day walk. Then they've got a week. They've got to wait on Miriam. And then they arrive at the border. And, of course, it's today. Yay. Uh, but then they don't want to go in. They say, yeah, I don't know. After it was promised. After it was promised. After all that God did, 
Now I get there, and it's the 29th of Savant today, 3,500 years ago. So let's just ask a question real quick. What went wrong? <laughs> well, these are the words of Moses on this very day. Look, Yehovah, your God, has set the land before you. Go up and possess it. I mean, is that, that's not a very hard command, right? Go up and possess it, as Yehovah, God of your fathers, has spoken to you. Do not fear or be discouraged. Something. If you had to look at anything, you're looking at it right there. Do not fear or be discouraged. Mm. Now, uh, throw out some props to uh, Pastor Don was off yesterday. He had some uh, other activities where he had to share. And so Christina shared, his wife Christina, and she always knocks it out of the park. Absolutely. And it was very helpful to me. She actually was talking about discouragement, which is, you know, the theme from Moses there. But she actually put the word upon the screen. And for me, that's like, you, you've lost me for the rest of the sermon because I love word studies and words just pop up. And the minute I saw it, I looked and I separated it because that's how you do word studies, right? And it was dis and courage. And I went, what? Discourage is, is and, and dis is to negate something, right? Mm -hmm. So discouragement, uh, I never thought of it I'm, to the best of my knowledge, or at least I don't remember thinking about it, is to negate your courage. Yeah. Now, the definition of discourage, if you go in the, one of the dictionaries, is having lost confidence or enthusiasm or to be disheartened. But that's not really truly what it is. You're negating your courage. Your courage is gone. Yeah. The definition of courage is the ability to do something that frightens one and or strength in the face of pain or grief. So even after a year of freedom, they were still slaves, maybe even worse than slaves, because mm -hmm. they were their own masters. They couldn't submit to God, so they really had no hope of freedom. They were in a mess. Romans 6.16 says, uh, part of the verse, you are slaves of the one you obey, and they were their own masters. So who do I obey? That's what I want you to ask today. Who do I obey? That's what we need to ask ourselves we may be the giant we have to slay, probably. A There's, lot of times itself, yeah. Yeah, 99.9% .9 of the time, if yeah. we could just get ourselves out of the situation, we would we would conquer whatever we need to conquer. All right, so that's number one. I spy with my little eye. We're going to jump in with some really cool stuff. And as I said, today uh, we're going to take the time to say we need you. We need your support. We need your giving.